Comic fam, it's been four years. Let's get into it. Feels like it's a party, Russ. It's been four years since we did our first top 10 trending list on YouTube. That is just shocking to me. And the fact that we've done this every single week without fail for the last four years. Oh my gosh. Very, very proud. Happy to be sharing this time with you every single week, Tom. That's right, Russ. Rain or shine, convention or at home, we're going to be here for the comic community going over the trending most comic books in the marketplace. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and our Overstreet Price Guide Advisor will hit you with number 10. Number 10 on the list, Cygor number one. We are seeing $5 average sales on this book, and you know we were talking about the book that had the first appearance of this character last week on this same list. Russ, you mentioned this off the cuff. You may have just illuminated a comic that no one knew, and now they're buying it because of McFarlane Toys teaming up with an animation company to bring these anthropomorphic McFarlane creations to the screen. So this book is seeing a 433% increase in copies sold this week. Last week, we were talking about Spawn number 38, which is Sigor's first appearance and that book in a 9.8 went from $250 last week to a very strong $265 this week on news that Raw 10 is going to be doing an animated series with McFarlane Toys on Netflix. Cygor, short for Cybernetic Gorilla, is 80% Gorilla, 20% Human, and Russ, 100% of our audience needs to download the best comic app in existence. Key collector comics available for both Androids and iPhones. If they use code Tom 101. It unlocks a free two-week subscription of the app. Get access to a wealth of categories. Approximately estimate your value of your collection. Keep up with the rapidly moving marketplace and support the show at the list at number nine. No surprise. Catwoman 44, the one in 25. So is a Micah variant. File this under, we should have seen this coming. Again, how many times have we talked about these Sozo Micah variants? Since like number 39, and she has done the one in 25 variant for 39, 40, 41, 42. So the fact that we're reporting on number 44 with a $75 average sales, and I saw high sales up to $125 in the last week. This is a hot book and... Here's a warning, guys. There is also a 1 in 25 for number 45 and 46, so keep your eyes out and start hunting those. I got to hear from the comic fam. Which is your favorite Sosa Micah variant? It'll enter you to win this Invincible number 1 Omni-Man Tyler Kirkham variant. I legit had difficulty answering this question. I don't think I have a favorite. It may be 43. Oh my gosh. Every single one of these covers seems to get better, but yeah, I like 43 a lot, especially knowing that the original one had them carry alcoholic beverages and they had to change it to milk because of DC cover policy. And now we're at the list at number eight. Although episode six of The Boys premieres today, we've been working hard to get this video out, so we haven't seen it yet. But this book landed here because of the marketing behind it, and we knew it was coming. Herogasm number one, debuting in 2009, the first appearance of Soldier Boy. $55 average sales, $230 for a CGC 9.8. We are seeing a 620% increase in copies sold because we've all been waiting for this episode. We know it's been happening, but you know what? We actually teamed up last month for the Mystery Mail Call with Johnny Desjardins to do an amazing cover of Herogasm number one. Johnny did a superb Homelander. Shout out Nikki B and Dynamite Comics for making that happen. We have... 
Herogasm, issue number one, which actually features the first appearance of Soldier Boy, who is portrayed by Jensen Ackles in Boys Season 3. And there is a potential that Soldier Boy could be the one weapon that can stop Homelander in the show. So in addition to being Soldier Boy's first appearance, this is the debut of the place where all of the superheroes go to have their fun. And we knew this was going to be a reality back in January of 2021. Shout out Key Collector for that amazing alert. Across the board, Boy's social media and the cast have been hyping episode six all week. It's been hilarious. And at the time of this filming, although we haven't seen the episode i want to know from the community in one word how would you describe it in the comment section below at the list at number seven oh my goodness this spec will not stop russ it's been over two years and the book is back on the list number seven on the list avengers number 52 this is the first appearance of the grim reaper and we've been talking about this book for years. The first time we were talking about it was when WandaVision was getting made, and we knew that in Tom King's run of Vision, Grim Reaper was a major character. Well, Grim Reaper didn't show up in WandaVision, but we had an Easter egg that kind of led us to believe that he may be coming. So the book spiked a little bit more. And then after then, we had a large period where people started looking for major key moments in Marvel. This issue, number 52, is where Black Panther joins the Avengers. And then it kind of cooled off for a little while until this last week when we had a 667% increase in copies sold because first appearance of Grim Reaper, who happens to be Wonder Man's brother. Grim Reaper is back on spec radar. Wonder Man headed to Disney Plus, one of the strongest heroes in Marvel lore. Well, Avengers 52 is a yellow cover, tough and high grade, $205 average sales, and a recent 9.2 sale this month, selling for $485. Number six on the list, Hotel Number One. This is a great book from AWA Studios that Fire Guy Ryan was all over. Absolutely called it with this one. He has mentioned multiple times on the mic in the last year that this was one of his favorite AWA scary, spooky titles. A $15 average sale and 1,033% increase in copies sold. We have been talking about this book for a while, and I love anything that's horror anthology. And the fact that this feels a lot like Tales from the Crypt, but in a different setting, just makes it even cooler. Just off Route 66, this is a short, limited series that tells scary tales of different guests at a haunted hotel. You even have the innkeeper who kind of plays as the crypt keeper of this run and announced by deadline this week that not only is AWA part of the producing team, there is a director attached to bring this to film. I like the fact that this book has a very episodic feel, but by the very end, it intertwines all of the characters. And I'm really excited to see how they can do this for the screen. And now at the list at number five, one of the most important Peter Parker narratives that's ever been written and drawn. We have Spider-Man Blue issue number one debuting in 2002, drawn by Tim Sale, who sadly passed this past week. And this is a story that dives into the emotions and the effects of one of the worst losses, arguably since his uncle that Peter had to endure, Gwen Stacy. 
Now, while I knew Tim Sale, an amazing artist, and Jeff Loeb, the writer from The Batman, Long Halloween, and Madness, I really didn't appreciate them fully until I read Spider-Man Blue. They gave a character, Peter Parker, so much more depth than I had given him for because he's not really allowed to mourn the death of Gwen Stacy, whereas in this story, he's feeling really sad because he's lost Gwen Stacy and he's thinking back to when he and she met and they fell in love. This is an amazing retelling and it's awesome to have what a great team to be able to flesh out a great character. You mentioned Long Halloween, this added depth, this new way of portraying, but also telling a story of a character we all love that's been adapted and credited from Christopher Nolan's as well as the Matt Reeves Batman films. Um, You mentioned Hulk Gray number one, another book that made the trending 20 this week that was a powerful tribute to the king of comics, Jack Kirby, and Stan the Man Lee. Um, Even Fire Guy Ryan, who's come up in this podcast a few times, has mentioned about his love for Superman all seasons, which was a favorite of so many comic readers. Tim Sale will be missed. Jim Lee had this to say about Tim Sale. He was an amazing artist, draftsman, and storyteller. He had that special kind of talent you encounter once in a generation. I am convinced his work stood out because he was simply fearless. He didn't care that his work looked different from the mainstream house styles. Tim Sale was a master of negative space, only fitting to read a quote by Mike Mignola. Very sad to hear that the great Tim Sale has passed. I hear it was peaceful, which I suppose is what you hope for. He was funny and super smart and a great talent and gone way, way too soon. He will be missed. Mike also posted a portrait done by Bill Sinkovich of Tim Sale, and he actually notated that Tim actually got to see this before he passed. If you haven't done so already, we encourage you to seek out Tim Sale's work. He was a masterful, masterful artist, and uh, it is unfortunate how often Tom and I have had to do this so far this year. So our condolences to the family. Uh, He definitely was gone way too soon. At the list at number four, Scow Comics. Yet again has done it. We have Midnight Western Theater, issue number one, debuting in 2021 with $6 average sales and an announcement that has dropped this last week. An incredible 2,500% increase in copies sold this week on news that management production entertainment has optioned this for television. This is going to be Great. I can tell you that I read a lot of comic books, and when I hit the end of this one, I immediately wanted to read the next one. Sometimes I let those books languish for the next month. No, this one I'm looking to try and find copy number two at my shop. What a unique way to portray vampires in comic books. The lead character in this Western vampire tale rides a skeleton horse. And the character development that takes place in issue one, I think is why you felt so compelled to read issue two so quickly. Another unique and intriguing story from the fabulous people over at Scout. If you enjoy what we do, join the mystery mail call, support this show, and give me an excuse to send you comic books every single month. The July mystery mail call is open for enrollment. And one per box, we teamed up with legendary Marvel artist Gary Frank classic Electra on Daredevil number one going out to every single member. Support what we do. And at the list at number three, Reggie Collects called it Hot Damn. The biggest mover and shaker this week absolutely predicted by Reggie Collects. And if you were paying attention to him, you know he's been following the breadcrumbs ever since the West Coast Avengers. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wonder Man number one from 1986. This is a one-shot with an incredible cover by Bill 
S. This is the first solo titled issue with Wonder Man in it. But if you want his first solo appearance, you're going to have to go all the way back to Marvel premiere number 55, which is his first solo story. We have an astounding 7,567% increase in copies sold this week. And this book is still a $12 average sale. The origin of Wonder Man retold in this comic book Bill S. cover that no one was specking on <laughs> except for Reggie. Go follow him. He's a homie. And at the list at number two, Clandestine is back. The comic that debuted in 1994, the team that would accompany the X-Men sometimes, but wouldn't get all that popular until this year because of Ms. Marvel. We have $18 average sales. A 513% increase in copies sold this week because this is the first cameo appearance of Adam Destin. Now, why do we care about Adam Destin, this gin? Oh yeah, he just showed up in Ms. Marvel. And I know people have been talking about Inhumans getting tied into the whole new Ms. Marvel thing, but really, if you have a gin as a character, it adds a whole lot more depth to her Pakistani heritage. With Adam Destin in show, the rest of the clandestine team appearing, looking for a way out of our reality that may have dire consequences to our Earth. I have to hear what the community thinks about this retcon, but also the longevity of this book. A lot of people were surprised to see this book spiking out of the dollar bins weeks ago. It's a foil cover. It's out there, but will it go the distance? Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and at the list at number one, the number one most trending comic book in the world. Jumping from the hot 10 list to the trending list. The announcement of the new Wonder Man show happened at the exact right time to land this book, Avengers number nine, on both the trending 10 and the hot 10 with Gem Mint collectibles. It's your boy, Gem Mint. We have the first appearance of Wonder Man, who actually dies by the end of this issue. It's a tragic story, but was really showing what Stan Lee wanted to do in the Marvel Universe. Create such character development, such depth, that hadn't really been found in funny books until he was in full control. We have a $1.3,000 average sale for this Silver Age low-digit Avengers book. And as of June 24th, according to eBay, a $10,000 sale for a CGC 9.2 hot damn. Now, if $10,000 is a little too rich for your blood, we did have a sale of a 7.0 for $995 just this last week. Deals can be had if you are patient, but news this week that a Wonder Man show is in development for Disney Plus and the director of Shang-Chi, Destin Daniel Cretton, is attached. This book making it to number four on the hot 10 prior to being number one on the trending list means one thing. The amount of sales... The quantity of movement was so strong that it immediately earned its way on the hottest comic books in the world list. To have it be at number one on the trending means that this book has gone nuclear. An increase of 1,833% this week. Hot damn comic fam is right. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and as always, be responsibly. And thank you for four years. We appreciate you. Enough said.